Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 86 of the Tilton to the Podcast, hosted by me to Bruce. And me, Faisal. Welcome back everyone to another episode, episode 86. How you doing, Faisal? I'm doing good, how are you? Very, very well. I'm a little bit off-piste here. Off-piste? I, I, well, I am going off-piste, mate. All of this setup, and I broke the basically the attachment of the arm. For the microphone, so I'm going a bit. What would you call it? A bit Freddie Mercury here. I know. I'm got almost, detachable I'm, I'm stand in my hand. Nervously, because I don't know. I hope the sound waves aren't too loud for the audience right now. Well, I'm nervously looking at them on screen at the minute, and they're not looking too good. <laughs> they're looking. They're looking rogue. It's right. Blissful tones. Exactly. But uh, hopefully, hopefully, it is coming through loud and clear. And we will have, or I will have this issue resolved, and we'll be back to the pristine sound quality. Hopefully this is pristine, but I digress. Faisal, how has your week been, sir? Well, our first night out. Oh, our yes. first night out of the year this week. Oh, yes. Obviously it was your birthday the other week, and uh, oh, this boy. weekend was the time to celebrate it. Yeah. And, uh, we took to the streets of London again. We did, we did. A few escapades and folded. As always, yeah. As As always, always. full rascal mode. Full rascal mode. Don't miss the hangover that hit me in the face on Sunday. You know what, I was was actually surprisingly alright. You didn't sound it, mate, I tell you. No, no, my throat throat was absolutely... I sounded like Barry White. I mean, yeah, this is by like 11pm... I Weird, think I spoke really. to you and said, what has happened mm. to your voice? Yeah, yeah. It was all the excitement, the pent-up um, frustration of not going out all year. Oh, they're black of calories, mate. You've yeah, I know, exactly. We are still on plan, by the way, everyone. We are, we are still on I am plan. proud, actually. We did come back the next day, despite going hideously <sighs> off plan. Hanging out my arsehole. I mean, I remember at McDonald's at, like, what, four or five in the morning. That, that can't is... be good for your plan. No, no, no. For that, either of I mean, for me, it's absolutely It's detrimental, detrimental. for yours. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, it's, it's probably an added bonus. For me, it's like taking a grenade, a few grenades to my plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just blowing up the whole spot. But for yours, kind of beneficial, the really. The icing on the cake, really. Yeah. More yeah. calories, the better for me. But um, I don't know. I think that was our saving grace, really. If we didn't have a McDonald's at that time, man, I'd have been absolutely screwed waking up on Sunday. Yeah, you'd have been like me. Mm-hmm. But well, you did wolf down at McDonald's, so... Yeah, I was always going to, and I? So did you, mate. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, like you hadn't oh, had a meal man. for the last month. Honestly, that whole day, like, I took you day very literally, like... There wasn't a scrap left of anything. I mean, today you were talking about getting a Domino's. Oh, man, I wish. <laughs> I wish, seriously. I talked to him out of it. But that was our personal weekend. What everyone wants to hear about is obviously blues. And... For me personally, I have to look at it as a pretty poor week. Yeah. A pretty poor week. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into it a little bit more in depth. We've also got some blues news, some things we want to discuss. So we're going to get right into that. Before we do, let's first of all, shamelessly plug our social media and a big announcement again if you're not if you're not following us on social media you won't know what's happening but we've got another announcement so 
if you're not already following us, make sure you do head over to our Instagram at the Tilton Two. Yep. Twitter, Facebook at the Tilton Two. Our website, thetilton2.com, and our YouTube channel, the Tilton Two. Bloody hell! This <laughs> is not the first time you've <laughs> done this. I was frazzled there. But yeah, our YouTube channel, the Tilton Two. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. Yeah. Again, as we always calling out now, we've got so much content for everyone. We do, we do. Anything blues related, I think we've got you covered. Yeah. Head over to the YouTube channel. We've got Murphy's Match Day vlogs. He just put up one, or we just put up one for the, the Wigan, Wigan game. game. Yeah. A good watch. Another a good great watch. watch. A great watch, I have to say. Very funny. Made me chuckle. Um, and we've got Match Day reports up on the website as well. So head over there. So you Check out the YouTube, The Tilton 2, and the website, www.thetilton2.com. Wow, you really have to rub that in. Yeah, mate, I can just do it off the cuff, whereas you... No, I just meant over-promotion, but it's fine. Well, we're we're just going to get worse now, because what I'm going to say as the next announcement is we've got some caps coming out, everyone. Yeah, we did. We did again. If you uh, follow our Instagram, you would have seen we put up a little reel of the hats in production. This week, well, last week now. Nice to see some feedback from everyone. Yeah, People amazing. excited yeah. about the hats. Yeah. I personally love them. Mate, they're, they're, they're so very much... topical. Mate, BCFC, great again. And come on, they're so much better than we thought. Yeah, they, they are. are. They, they are. are. Like, they are. The quality of them, I have to say, I'm loving. Yeah, I mean, they're like our real... new gym hat now. Yeah. Real metal hardware, everybody. I know. <laughs> I know. We are spoiling you. But, but yeah. yeah, amazing. And I can't wait, personally, for these to go live. Again, if you haven't already seen them, head over to our social media, have a look. But the message on the front is, make BCFC great again. Inspiration taken from the great Donald Trump. Mm. <laughs> People might be turning off oh, this no, podcast no, as we see, that. but I promise you, it's just inspiration, right? It is just inspiration. So, yeah. Head over to our social media, check them out. We're going to be spamming the socials on it this week. Leading They'll be up live to very soon. Well, end of this week, if not early next week. So again, you've got to check us out on our socials. You'll be the first to know when they are up live and on the website where you can purchase your cap. Again, topical. Let's make BCFC great again. All right, phase. Let's get into it. Blues news. And where shall we start? I know. The Great Fire of Wast Hills. Crazy. Literal, uh, um, I was going to say personification there, but it doesn't make sense. I know, but the blues are burning. Exactly, Literally, exactly. we are burning. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I mean, it's just it's just a joke, isn't it? It's like, you can't write this stuff. No. And yet it's actually happening. So apparently, and I think it was early hours of Friday morning... The fire brigade, all the emergency services called out to West West Hills. A fire has broken out, and apparently it's run, run <laughs> it's gone absolutely through the canteen. Mm. Canteen's gone. Canteen's no longer there, mate. Apparently the 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 lads' kits all burned. Yeah, I know. Eustace let us know about that. Like in the post match interview, but yeah, apparently the kits were all ruined. Yeah, so all the, sorts. The lads have had to what turn up on Friday. Quick turnaround, and they've been training at the um, at the stadium. Some of them, if not maybe all of them, have had to apparently bring their own kit. Is what Eustace said in yeah. his post-match interview. 
madness. Mad. Absolute madness. On top of all the stuff that's going on, all the breaches, the investigations. They can't get to play on the pitch. And now you're literally, you're trying to ruin their training session. I know. <laughs> what are you doing? What it's are crazy. you doing? It's absolutely crazy. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. But... I yeah. mean, could this be an insurance claim? I know, exactly. Could this be an Wen King claim? working his magic again. Exactly. Exactly. Naughty wanking. Naughty wanking. And Naughty just, wanking. I mean, it just keeps getting worse, mate. And I mean, we're just going to get onto wanking. I oh, know, exactly. Bit, I thought that might bit have been a little more. segue, to be fair. A little bit more, but I'm not finished with the Go training on. ground. Debacle. So apparently now, we're not going to be able... Well, we're looking at other premises for for us to train, and apparently the the club is eyeing up uh, the wasps. I think the wasps' old um, training ground in Helianarden. So that's as much as we know so far. But overall, madness. A shit show. A literal shit show. Poor Wasthill's burnt to a crisp. So, yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, if the stadium's been taking this long to get repaired, oh imagine how long God. this one's going to yeah, take. Yeah, Wastel's is closing down, mate. Yeah, Wastel's closing is down. Done. It's closing down. We're moving to Onion Arden. We're going to be in the rugby league soon. Well, might was... do better, to be fair. I don't know about that, mate. Lead blue. Well, lead blue. I don't know. I was literally going to say Hogan's you penalty. I don't know. I don't know. Like the conversion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the conversion. Like could be good at that. Well, anyone have even scored that? Anyway. We digress, we digress. As we mentioned, big wanking. Mr. Wanking, yeah. A little intro to this one. Oh, go on then. I was just going to say, we flash back to, I think it was last week, or no, I actually know the specific date, 8th of Feb, was when... Hang on, why do you know? The, the Blues Trust day? handed over oh, the I know um, why you know. I know why you proposal, know. basically, which, again, if you heard a few weeks ago... We're involved, obviously, with the Blues Trust, and the Blues Trust put together this proposal from all the fan-led groups um, about basically putting an action plan in place to get the owners out, yeah, to get BSHL out, and to get some transparency on the way that it's going to happen. Yeah. So anyway, we were promised that the uh, owners were going to look at it. Ian Dutton was the one that it got handed to. And finally, what, maybe yesterday, the day before... Wenking, it was. Put a, I think it was yesterday. yesterday yeah. Wenking put a response in. I mean, some people may have seen it on the uh, Blues website and stuff, but Wenking did respond. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. Do you want to take over or I carry on? Well, I've got to say, it, I think it's been mixed. I think to start with, what I've seen on social media, some people were like, you know, uh, I think almost in a weird way kind of happy with it mm. and then once the dust settled a yeah. little bit and you actually read into exactly. it you realise well this is a typical this is what I'm absolute saying. nonsense yeah. statement yeah. like on, complete on the nonsense. surface of it that's what I wanted to say on the surface of it it looks you know you can read it um, skim read it almost and you think okay th- there's answers here There's, there, I mean, they are talking about the points that are raised I think the only thing you can say around that is that he's acknowledged that they've received the letter. Exactly, exactly. Whereas everything else is pretty much just glossed over and we've got no more info than... No, nothing. And if you've got... And if you've been keeping up to date with, let's say, the takeover talks, the groundworks, as much as you can, as much as you can, you'll be able to read through the whole statement because it is. I mean, if you're someone... You know, the casual supporter, fair enough. 
some of that stuff might be new to you if that's the first time you're reading it. But again, if you've read the last couple of club statements that have been that have been issued, it is. I think, to be honest, it's a, it's a piss take. And if anything, it just shows, for me, massive holes in previous statements. Again, just it it just it details broken promises all the way through. Yeah. I mean, we can start I can start from, you know, from the top really, from what, what I remember from it, right? So yeah, they've acknowledged that they've got that letter from the Blues Trust you know, sign in from all the, you know, fan led groups like you said, asking them basically to get out. They've then gone on to say, well, you know, there is a third party involved for the twenty one point six four percent. They're basically share, just saying that they, which is there is interest. Yeah, but trying, again, you know, again, that is what we've known yeah. for how long. You know, the news broke that Jeremy Dale was now, you know, leading the race to you know, to hopefully take over the club, but we've always known it's in. You know, no, we've always known the first instalment of the deal is that twenty one point six four percent. Even with Maxco, same deal. That first bit was Von Petch's twenty one point six four percent. So that is nothing new. But they're almost making out as if it is a new, you know, revelation. Look, we are making, you know, steps forward. Wow, well, it's absolute bullshit. We know that nothing new there. Next bits that really ticked me off was around the ground. So I think if you remember back to the start of the season, or even maybe even before the start of the season in summer, they were saying about the work starting, even over the World Cup, loads of work was going to be done, and hopefully the ground would be open back as normal, potentially before the end of this season. This has just completely blown it out of the water. And they've basically said, well, they've been working on it and work's going to continue after the season ends. Yeah, after the first, after the last home game. Yeah, so again, what you said before, okay, it wasn't in concrete, but you completely blown it out of the water. Another broken you know, statement, something that you said you haven't been able to deliver on and the work has just completely stopped now, completely stopped and it will start again at the end of the season. Another thing for me is they're now bringing, and again, there's been mentions of it, but now, and even today, the club, if you're a season ticket holder, have emailed you asking if you are, or you'd be up for, what is it, safe standing, they're yeah, calling Yeah, they've put a survey across and to see gonna, if yeah. you would accept safe standing or how you and, feel about it. And it's going to be at the bottom of the tilt and the lower stance, so yeah. pretty much directly underneath where we sit face. But again, this to me is bullshit. So don't get me wrong, it will get people back into the ground. Amazing for that to happen. And, you know, the atmosphere, no doubt. But if you're, and I've said this point so many times, if you are a season ticket holder who has had a season ticket for years in the lower tilt and you've had to be moved around the ground this season and last season, even the season before that, and now what your tea is taken, taken away completely and we're doing safe standing. And the bigger point for me as well is this also sounds like it's a potential, right, well, we don't have to do that much work anymore. Yeah. We'll just put safe standing in. We don't have to put the seats in. Don't have to worry about any of that. We'll just leave it as it is. And everyone's happy. Less money spent. 
Mm. We get more money in because they're still going to be buying their tickets. Jobs are good and we've got off the hook again. And that's what it screams to me. And that really, really pisses me off, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I will say the only thing is, I guess, a little positive around that sort of um, stadium refurbishment piece is that they have said that they're hoping to get a project timeline communicated to them in the next two in weeks. In the next two weeks. I know. And can we just put that out oh, no, on exactly. this podcast, right? So two weeks. What day is it today, Faze? It's the 7th of March. So two weeks from now. I know. We have to hold them accountable for it and let's see That will be episode... Oh, jeez. We're really pinning it down. Episode 88, mate. Two weeks' time. Cool. We will will see if that's true, if we've had a timeline come from Mr. Wenking himself, right? Um, Because, yeah, I mean, how these people get away with this? Do you know what I mean? It is absolutely nuts. Yeah. I I mean, we'll see if that's another empty promise. I feel like it will be, and it will tell a lot, really. In the Um, meantime, he's just burnt the training ground down. I know, exactly. The poor lad's kids. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, they're just a lot of smoking mirrors, to be honest. Oh, for me. a lot you did there, man. Smoking really mirrors? Know. Oh, yeah, true. Very topical. Bloody hell. You didn't even know it. Nah, but yeah, it's just a lot of like just leading you off the scent, basically. You know, a lot of just like bringing up the points, but then just giving us what we already knew or giving us the vagueness, you know. The, the, really, the, the, the pitch stuff was the only thing that kind of got addressed. Or kind of revealed something new, and really that was just bringing about a survey to see if safe standing can happen, and, and that get him out of jail. Point. That's, that's pretty much you know from what it looks like to me is like get out of jail free yeah, yeah. card. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You happy with it? Thank God we don't spend any more money, and we'll just yeah. we'll literally just tar. You know, and it makes it almost look like they've been considering stuff up. or they've been doing some sort of work in the Guys, background. you want to get you back in the ground so much. Want to yeah. give you the club you want and blah blah blah. It's all rubbish. Sorry for being pessimistic, but that's how it reads to me. But, you know, all those sombre tones and all of that. We have got something that might lift your spirits up. Here we go. It might just lift your spirits up, man. A bridge over troubled water, you could say. The Bellingham Bridge is in the works. It is being planned. HS2 has given us quite a few smiles, and there's another one. I know, and yes, you're right. Bellingham Bridge is named after Jude Bellingham. Not to be confused with Job. No, no, no. <laughs> good point. Not to be confused. Very good point. But yeah, Jude Bellingham is now getting a bridge named after him. And HS2 are the perpetrators of this. Fair play to him. Man, fair play to him. Yeah. One of our own. But if that doesn't make you laugh... Yeah, I know, exactly. I don't know what will. That's that's a bit of positive blues news we've got. Exactly, and I'm sure Jude right now is laughing reading about it as well. But there we go. The boy has made his mark on this city. And we're behind it. We're all here for it. I will be I'll be taking a walk over the Jude Bellingham Bridge oh, yeah, as soon as it's constructed, I can promise you that. So basically the takeaway here is uh, it's not all so doom and gloom. Nice. We do have things to look forward to, aka the Bellingham Bridge. And on that note, we go into blues, we go 
Go on, first. You're shaking your head. Bring up the starting eleven, will you, mate? Well, I was going to say first. There's like a little preface to that again. Going into this game, really from last week, I said how we predicted big, wins, didn't how we? How big these two games were. Wigan, in particular, obviously Rotherham this weekend. Wigan sitting bottom of the table. You know, we're, obviously it's away from home, but. You've got to look at that and secure some points. You're looking at them like sitting ducks. Obviously. Right? You just and, pick them um, off. Especially in the time that we faced them, which was to try and prevent another five-loss streak in such short success. Sh- oh, such my God. short succession. Yeah. So, yeah, I was looking and it is a real big turning point or a big slap in the face to see really where this does put us this season and I'm quite disappointed really but yeah so start with the lineups then go on then. since you always eloquently put it why don't you list the lineup what a <laughs> copper what are you wanking all right now, I'll do you? it I'll do it I'll do it go on wanking go for pressure's it. on pressure's on you just gotta read it okay mate, yeah. so Ruddy in goal well done we only had 10 more long Dean Trusty as the centre backs. Colin Graham, Graham back in the picture. Yep. Chong Chang and Bakuna <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> Bit of a tongue twist oh, no, that yeah. one. <laughs> and then we had Juki and Hogan up front. Juke. Looking at the team straight away, obviously when we saw the lineup, I wasn't too disappointed with I mean, it. Obviously. Go on, Can mate. I just cut you off there, Go on. mate? Because you're boring me. But I mean, trusty. I yeah, have I to say, right? And this, I think other people, most people, I mean, I'm absolutely over the moon to see him on the team sheet, right? But the point that I'm trying to make here is, trusty was supposed to be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And the fact is, pretty much, at the first instance that he can come back, Eustace has just gone, yeah, get him in. Yeah. We're get desperate. him in. We're desperate. It does. It just screams how desperate we are, yeah. like, and how weak we are. Especially against back. Wigan, who are the worst team in the championship. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Trusty, man, if you listen to his podcast, you know, me especially, I am Trusty's... I love him, right? So absolutely over the moon to see him. But the point is, is just like, yeah, just absolutely desperate, it looks like to me, like, mm. getting back in, getting back in. Apparently he only trained the day before... Went to Eustace, said, yeah, I'm fit to play. And Eustace straight away started him. That was a, that was the one thing for me that I noticed. Obviously, oh, we had... boring me now. <sighs> so, <laughs> so, anyway, one thing for me was Jordan Graham being back in the picture and obviously Chang getting in the starting lineup. Mm. Wasn't too disappointed because I thought, okay, against Wigan, I still fancy our chances. And, I mean, four minutes in, I was over the moon. Yeah. Got a few messages. Talk about the free kick. Bakuna's fired us in front. I mean, looking at the goal, special little free quick free kick. Shameless plug. Head over to the YouTube. Exactly. Murphy's match day vlog. Captured a great view. In a beautiful angle. Yeah. For you. He did. He did. But um, yeah. I mean, disappointingly after that. I mean, can we just say about the the goal celebration yeah. as well? Oh, yeah, that's Bakuna true. turning around, running straight over. To Eustace. That's true. The whole team. All the team. You know, massive togetherness. I mean, amazing, amazing to see and does show 
you know, that whole camaraderie yeah. and something that is so important. behind the manager, yeah, especially exactly. contrasting that to, you know, last year, even with Bowyer towards the end of his tenure, like mm-hmm. night and day. You yeah, know, it's good to definitely. see that even in a tough, tough rut, which is what we're facing at the minute, mm. a real tough spell, they're still back in Eustace, which, yeah. yeah, of course, it's a good thing to see. Go on. After that, though, which is a bit disappointing, again, you know, obviously we have a lot of people message us during the game and a quite common consensus was that we were inviting pressure pretty much. Yeah. That we let them get back into the game or we didn't look that strong after the goal. Obviously, four minutes in when we got that free kick, you know, everyone's singing the praises. Everyone's really looking at the game as that's it now. We've got it. But it's typical blues. You just, yeah. you don't go for the jugular. No, not at all. It's always towards the end of the game when it's too late or you're up against it. Or once they scored, you know, the boys start getting more urgency and it's just like you can't do it. How many times do we need to learn from this? Once you're up, you put your foot on the gas. And I always go back to the Albion game. The Albion game, we put our foot on the gas from the first minute and we didn't let up. And I said it, and I'll say it again. How do you go from that kind of performance to to the performances we've seen that have led us on this rut that we're on? Yeah, a bit of a nothing half, though. To be fair, in like you know, it it wasn't any real, real danger. But I think a lot of people were worried, and it's the same thing we see with Blues all the time. As soon as we start inviting pressure from the other team, it does feel like the goal's pending, doesn't it? Yeah, we've seen it so many times where. You give the other team so many chances and so much of the ball that in the championship especially, all it takes is a little skim or a little little goal mouth scramble. And and, and let's be honest, we got lucky again yeah. by playing a poor team. Exactly. Very, very lucky. I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but you know there wasn't much to report until the goal actually did happen from Wigan. And even that was a bit of... I wouldn't say goalmouth scramble or anything, but it was almost just like a little poke out of nowhere, really. The ball's played across. Didn't have the most pace on the shot, you know. Fletcher's being marked by a trustee. Yeah. And, I mean, how would you even describe it? He kind of just... Poked at it, basically. Gets at it just before trustee, really. Trustee's got his back towards goal. And, yeah, Fletcher just... Throws his leg at it, yeah, really, doesn't yeah. he? And, and it, it goes just in. manages. I mean, even though it hasn't got the most it, like, pace on it, it's bobbled it? it's and not, trickled. Yeah. And it just, it's just placed decently, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. It's got away from Ruddy. Yeah. And that's 1-1. One, one. But, again, have to reiterate, at this point, I don't think it was something that Blues fans necessarily were disappointed about in terms of, like I said, since we're inviting the pressure, a lot of fans did sort of just feel like, well, that's what we get. That's what we get. That's what was... It was looking like during the game that they would or could get that 1-1, get that equaliser in. And it managed to happen at what? I think it was... 59 59. minutes. And then in the 66th minute, Bakuna wins a penalty. Against the runner play, really, as well. Well, yeah. But Bakuna... Gone over, won the penalty. Who steps up? Scotty Hogan. Now, little stat man here. Scotty Hogan has taken six penalties in his professional career, which I was quite shocked at in itself, right? Because you'd I mean, think... I need to say this one is the sixth. 
Yeah, the, exactly. This one is the sixth. Five before that. Well, obviously, Faisal, that's one one before six. I know, but six. Just, it doesn't, doesn't make the stat any better. No. But out of those six in his professional career, he's missed four. Both he scored have been against the same team, Swansea. Nice. One was this season, and the one before that was in April 2021. Nice. So just, just to put it into perspective, before that decision was made for Hogan to go up <laughs> and take that penalty... He'd scored two in five. Yes. I mean, that literally says it all, doesn't it? I mean, I'd literally rather have, I think, every single player on the team take the penalty. I mean, you said earlier, oh, I wouldn't have Roddy take it. I no, genuinely I potentially Roddy's, Roddy's would put Roddy been, up there over Hogan. And I know I don't want to go too much on a Hogan ramble here, but... But you are. Man. He is really starting to do my head in. <laughs> like, seriously, I mean, I know that obviously that penalty is a is a bad look, just the way it happened, obviously it is a bad the importance look. of it, all of that stuff. But yeah, I don't get me wrong, I like his pressing and all that stuff, and I think he does semi buster gutting during games, but man, he seriously needs to start getting his name on the scoreboard. And I know he's feeding off scraps a lot of the time, but yeah. bloody hell. I mean, that doesn't help, does it, the penalty? It doesn't and the fact that I all. think he's clearly... I mean, the fact that he even stood up, you have to give him credit in terms of, well, you know, totally that's a brave decision. Yeah, no, I but guess. we're just being real, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, I guess, yeah. And he's obviously probably wanted to take that penalty because he probably thought, well, I need to get out of this rut myself. I need to get a goal. I need to get on the score sheet. And it's going to, you know, for his own confidence. But, man... Absolutely shattering. I mean, what he yeah. absolutely put his foot through. It looks like he's kind of skewed it and it's hit where the crossbar and the post, post meet yeah. perfectly and just cannoned, cannoned out. And it's like, or cannoned off it. You just think, oh man, I can't, you just can't believe it. You've just had, I mean, if it was me, I'd give it to Bakuna. Yeah, Look I, at the I confidence just... and he was unbelievable yeah, against Wigan. Exactly. He had a great game. Exactly. He just scored a free kick. He was confident as anything. Won the penalty. Give it him. Give it, him. And, give it Chongi. And I just, yeah, of course there's an element of bravery to it, but I'd rather he wasn't brave. You know what I mean? Looking back on that, I'd rather he wasn't brave. Especially when you hear the record, man. Yeah, I know. Honestly. Especially, I couldn't Don't believe it. Me, I couldn't even believe he's only taken, well, to date now, six penalties in his professional career. I know, career. that's mad in itself. I thought, thought there's man, a reason for like that. like Scott Hogan, sure he's played a reason for that. that. Yeah, obviously there's a reason for that. I can see the reason. I'm telling you the reason. He's missed two-thirds of them. He scored 33% of penalties he's taken. Bloody hell. But yeah, it's just, oh man. That would have absolutely changed the game. But it didn't stop there, really. We no, you know, made some subs. Quickly, just mention the subs. Um, Mebry's come on. Kadra has come I on. Know, the fantastic pitch. to see Kadra back. Um, and we did see some chances from that. We Aye. saw a couple times we hit the post. We hit the post another two times yeah, in yeah. the whole game. We we hit the post three times. Chongi I mean, got Chongi a good hit shot the, off. Hit the post first. Little shimmy. Hit it just from was it just outside the box? I think, just but outside, yeah. yeah. And he's hit the inside. Anyway. Well. The, the near post. Colin, I think it was. And then Colin with a header. The Graham did brilliant on the wing to yeah. get himself free and get across To be across fair, him. Graham got some good balls in it, looked like. Man, a lot of people singing Graham's praise yeah. after after that game, playing at left back, uh, or left wing back, should I say. But yeah, a crossing from Graham and Colin got his head on it. And again, another, you know, 
chance at it after, and it's true. You know, another day, yeah, they go in. But how many times do we say that? Oh, another day goes yeah. in. Oh, you know, look, look. Well, you don't, you don't rely on your look. No. You have to make your own look, didn't you? And 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 it does come down story. to it does come down to. And again, this will lead on to a a great little stat you've got, but mm. it does come down to you know we're playing bottom of the league here. Like yeah. I'm really disappointed that. At the start, not even the start, at, at the end of, well, going into Christmas, basically, we're talking about going into top six. The whole team, their aspirations are top six, top six, whatever. We're looking mm. at the middle of the table, do you know what I mean? Good, solid team. And now we're literally talking about, we're nitpicking it. Another day, we beat Wigan. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, it is just crazy to see the fall off and to think... It doesn't matter how how anything happened. It's an absolute guaranteed three points and you create the chances to get them. And then I think a lot of people, and there is an aspect of truth and, you know, it has to be taken into account. But, yeah, coming into this season, we were the, we were the favourites to go down. Yeah. But as soon as the season started, exactly. you see where we were, how we were playing, the, the atmosphere, in. the atmosphere around St Andrews, everything. Then that kind of idea goes out the window really you know oh we were coming in we were you know we were favorites to go down so let's be happy with where we are there's an aspect yeah i'm going to be happy that we're not in a relegation battle right now but let's you know if we look at where we were at the start of the season this has been a proper fall off this has and there has, you know, these things don't just happen. There is no. reasons behind it. I don't know what it is, think, and it's great to see the players are behind. Simple as that. Yeah, and I think we're getting we're getting pulled apart in terms of squad depth as well, yeah. Yeah. and aging, yeah. an aging squad. We can say we've got some young lads, I know, but a lot of the young lads aren't ready mm. to be in that team yet. Just stepped away from the mark to burn, oh, no, in case yeah. anyone realised why. Yeah, you, you don't want that in your ear. Old, trust me. But yeah, just a very frustrating game. And yeah, an incredibly frustrating game. I go mean, on, I was going to say, yeah, you had a stat which I yeah, found kind I mean, of sums up the game perfectly. Yeah, I mean, we had more shots. We did look probably the more dangerous, yeah. you know, on the counters. So there is that. That's a positive to take. But again, we are playing bottom of the table. The point I want to make is Wigan finished the game with 72% possession. That is their biggest percentage possession rating or score all season and we finished with 28% that's our lowest all season now we are a team that hits on the counter but mm. for them to have 72% I mean that's starting itself you know you give them bottom of the league a record game there that much, that much time on the, the ball that much time on the ball yeah. Again, it goes to show, you know, we just sit back, yeah. absorb pressure, absorb yeah. pressure. And there is a point in football where, yeah, if they're not doing anything with the ball, if they're pushed back in their own box or whatever, then, yeah, let them have the ball if they want, you know. But again, it just goes to show the game plan is always, yeah. you know, and, and it's it, not us on that front foot. And it, and it also is a testament to us in terms of how poorly we play and how much we invite pressure. It just shows... The, the only reason, really, we're not getting more poor results is because we're almost relying on the other team having a terrible performance. Yeah, you know, the and fact we've been that, saved by that. The fact that Wigan, our bottom of the league, means we didn't get exploited for how much we gave them. 
And, you know, even you look at teams where we've got a decent result more recently, either our losses could have been worse because they've had an off game. Like, yeah. even the Luton game, I remember. Luton looked poor. Yeah. Luton no, looked like a poor lucky. side considering how high up the table they are. It's almost like we're banking on the other team playing poorly for us to not get slaughtered. Yeah. You give every team that, which we've given bottom of the league, so you can only expect everyone else to get 60-70% possession against us. Man, it's going to get exploited every game. Simple as. Yeah. And I mean, you can... Football is results-driven. Yep. Fans are fickle. It is what it is. And the Tides are slowly, slowly turning against Eustace. Yeah. I'm definitely Eustace in. I don't want to see him go. And I think 100% we don't get or change the gaffer during the season at all. But on social media, you don't have to look very hard for you to find a comment that is... Oh, yeah. Used this out, you know, 100%. even on YouTube now, some of the, you know, the more popular content creators are, you know, making videos, use this out. And, it, you know, like I said, it's a results-driven. Pressure's going to be mounting. That pressure's going to be mounting on Eustace. That's going to trickle down to the team. You know, I mean, what are you for? Is you still used to seeing you? Yeah, I mean, it's a real tricky one because obviously I'm used to seeing based on almost... By default, really, um, based on the fact that I don't want <laughs> so much in the air all the time. I want yeah. us to have a manager we can get behind and I want us to work around him. And obviously, we have had big positives yeah. um, with him, even the players around him. You know, I do you can feel still like see he, yeah, exactly. so I do feel like play he brings a lot to the dressing room, I hope, anyway. Yeah. I but so. I also did say last week with Bamber and Niall, Shameless little plug for last last week's episode, but I did say if we lose against Wigan and Rotherham, mm. or we get two very bad results, I might be changing because man, they're two games which we have to pick up points from. Yeah, we've got a point yeah. against Wigan, but if we lose to Rotherham at home, very very poor. And I mean that's a pretty good point moving into the Rotherham yeah. game. I mean, Wigan was, if you had to say out of the two, was the easier one. Yeah. Away yeah. from home, fair enough. But if we look at Rotherham's last three fixtures, two wins and a draw. Uh, that doesn't their last sound good game, to lose. No. Their last game, they won 3-1 against QPR, a good team. Bloody hell. Before that, they drew 1-1 away at Swansea. And then before that, they beat Sunderland 2-1. So, Three great results, really. Yeah, sitting a point or a place above us in the championship table right now, you know, by no means it's going to be an easy game. By no means is this going to be an easy game. I mean, what more can you say about it? They're going to be coming in hot, hot, yep. in, hot in form, really. They're going to be looking at us thinking, right, these are points we can have on the table push them up and further away from a relegation battle. And if we lose and the team's below us, again, we're only seven points clear at the minute. We're not direct in direct, you know, firing line of that, that bottom three, but all it takes is for one oh, of them man. to win. Yeah. It, it, and you just get dragged further. Exactly. In. It, it's getting to the point where 
those points they 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 creep up on you real quick. Seven points is a good margin, but man, we've yeah. already seen you know in the last couple of weeks the bottom few teams get some good results. So yeah, yeah, it could change drastically. Go on then, Faiz. Score prediction. We finish off. Tell us a score I, mean, I, was, I was confident before that um, runner form you just mentioned, but <laughs> I'm still going to go with a Blues win. I'm going to say 2-1. I don't know how I've got Blues scoring two, but I'm going to go for it. 2-1 to the Blues. Bakuna gets himself one. And uh, you know what? I'm going to give Chuki one as well. Oh, I'd love that. I'm going 2-0. I, I think we get two that. goals, Convincing and I think Hogan gets one. Nice, I know please, you're not going to like that please one. Please get one, though. But I reckon he gets one, and then I reckon Chongi. I was thinking Chong. I reckon Chongi gets one. But I do think we'll win. I don't know why. I have to. We have Just to because win. I think, yeah, we have to. We should be winning these. We should be... Man, Kadra. Kadra could score. Anyway, yeah. again, digressing. But I think, yeah... And let's just stay bloody positive. There's enough going on off the pitch. I mean, wow. The training ground now, the stadium, the takeover, the EFL investigations, the yeah. terrible, the thing that was keeping us you know, Optimistic. positive was yeah, exactly. the performances on the pitch, yeah. the results. But again, you look at the season, it is two different seasons, pre-World Cup and post-World Cup. But I'm keeping the faith. I'm going to say we win 2-0 against Rotherham. All right, Faze. I think that all but wraps us up. Again, as you mentioned earlier on in the episode, we do have caps coming this, well, end of this week, early next week. The only way you're going to find out and be on the cutting edge of when they're available is if you follow us on our social media. So you can check us out on Instagram at the Tilton 2. Yep. Twitter, Facebook at the Tilton 2. YouTube, The Tilton 2, like, comment, share, subscribe. And most importantly as well, the website, yeah. thetilton2.com. Yeah, definitely head over there, check it out, let us know what you think. Like I said, the caps will be up there extremely, extremely soon and really excited to see what everyone thinks of those. Um, head into our DMs, get in contact with us. We love engaging with everyone. So please do let us know if you love the caps, if you... Love the website. Check out the YouTube, as Faisal mentioned. Murphy's Match Day Vlogs. Wigan one is the latest one up there. So make sure you check that out. It's a hilarious, hilarious watch. And look out for the blog posts up on the website too. All right, Faze. That's everything. Another episode down. Hopefully we can celebrate next week with a big win against Rotherham. Please. Please. We'll be back same time next week. But until then, keep, keep it right, right on. on.